Chapter 13 Going Viral Jack made his way down the long corridor past two of the massive grow rooms. He was tired from sitting and his head was starting to throb. He knew a massive headache would be on its way soon. He checked his pocket for a THC and CBD-laced gummy bear. I'm in an indoor weed farm and I'm having to friggin' eat an edible, he thought. Distracted from digging in his pocket, he found himself at the end of the hallway directly in front of the employee vegetable garden. It was Saturday and no one was around. He decided there'd be no harm in seeing what the employees were growing. He opened the door and within a few seconds found an opening in the tall white curtains surrounding the plants within the growth chamber. Corn and soybeans? Where are the tomatoes, the squash, the green beans? Where's the normal garden vegetables, he thought. He circled the large grow area, noticing that each plot of 30 plants was carefully cordoned off with plastic, complete with tags and barcodes for each plant. It immediately struck him as odd. If it was an employee garden, there should be names on each plot instead of tracking numbers on the plants. Stranger still was a noticeable problem with the majority of the plants. Purple splotches on the leaves and smaller-than-usual plant sizes were obvious indicators that they were in poor health. Jack knew more about plants than most, more about everything than most people for that matter, but this type of leaf discoloration was new to him. It didn't look like dye, mold, or fungus. It was something completely different, but expressing itself in the same way on each variety of sick-looking plants. Without hesitating, he pulled a few leaves off the several sick plants, committing their barcodes to memory. He shoved them in his pocket and made his way to the bathroom. Jack resumed his position at the large metal table containing the samples and his test equipment and picked up where he left off. He could tell Gomes was restless, pacing the floor and looking for something to do. Gene, you can take a break, hit the bathroom or whatever you need to do. I'll be done in another 30 minutes or so, Jack said. Gene looked at him. Yeah, a break would be good. I won't be long. I, I just need some air. He left and Jack breathed an audible sigh of relief. It was tedious work to begin with, but Gomes hovering over him was agonizing. He thought about the corn and soybean leaves he had pocketed and quickly ground them, placed them on the spectrometer for a quick reading, then dissolved them in his reagents for DNA sequencing. During the testing process, sample data for the cannabis plants he tested was stored on the internal memory of each machine and streamed intermittently to his private cloud servers. There was a voluminous amount of information, and the crunching and comparing data for that many samples would take time. He decided to create a separate file on each of his machines for the odd-looking vegetable samples and send the data off immediately for a quick reading, hopefully before Gomes returned. He wasted no time, sent the vegetable samples off for analysis, and quickly returned to his work, processing the remaining 12 cannabis samples. Thirty minutes later, he finished processing the samples and a chime sounded from the instrument control panel running on his laptop. The cannabis analysis had taken longer than normal, and he'd almost forgotten about the plant samples. Maybe just a slow internet connection, he thought. He quickly pushed the cannabis samples aside and looked at his computer screen. That can't be right. A virus? Not just a virus, but a new one. A hybrid, he thought. He was speechless for a moment. 
staring at the screen, trying to put what he was seeing in context. Had to be a mistake, but then again, he had a high level of confidence in his equipment. This wasn't just a virus, but a combination of two viruses, something that would never happen in the real world. It was bizarre. There was DNA from at least two different viruses. One was human and one was plant-based. It had to be manufactured, he thought. Jack nearly jumped from his chair when Gomes opened the door loudly and walked into the room. He was looking less twitchy and smelled like an ashtray. What? Gomes asked, trying to figure out Jack was silently staring at him. Jack shook off the disbelief. You feel better? Gomes replied, yeah, I needed to smoke. It's been nonstop around here and I've been stressed. I started smoking again. Not a good thing. He walked over to the table, giving the completed samples a knowing look, even though he had no clue what he was looking at. You done? Gomes asked. Pretty much. Well, what's the verdict, Gomprodin? I don't know yet. I gotta upload the raw data and then wait for the results. Jack quickly thought about buying some time. Depending on how fast your internet connection speed is here, it could take an hour or two. But then I'll have to look through the data to see if there's anything obvious I screwed up on. So about at night, Gomes asked. Maybe, Jack paused, quickly pushing back the timeline to give himself some time to think. Most likely tomorrow morning. Jack made a quick decision and accidentally brushed a few samples on the floor with his lab coat. Shit, sorry, can you help me with this, he asked Gomes. Jack dropped to his knees, using a few paper towels to clean up the mess. Gomes came over with more and dropped down to help. Jack looked at him and asked, Are there cameras or microphones in here? he whispered. Gomes was surprised by the question. What? Just answer me and whisper for Christ's sake. Yeah, Gomes said. I, I think so. The whole place is wired for security. Why? Are there cameras in there? Jack asked pointing to the large walk-in refrigerator. Gomes shook his head no. Jack made a point of getting up slowly and acting exasperated with himself. There are more samples in the fridge, right? Jack asked, loud enough to be picked up by listening devices or cameras. Gomes nodded and led the way into the fridge. What are you doing? he whispered. The question is, what the hell are you guys doing? Jack asked. Gomes responded with a blank look. The vegetable crop, the employee garden, it's no garden at all. It's a virus test bed is what it is. I'm asking you again, what the hell are you doing? Gomes' eyes widened and he began to look visibly shaken. It didn't help that at 6'4", Jack towered over him in the confined space. He tried to brush by Jack. I don't know what you're talking about, he said. Jack put his finger in Gomes' bony chest and pushed him back half expecting his finger to leave an exit wound. Don't bullshit me. There's a single virus exhibiting DNA markers from two different types of viruses affecting those plants. One is a dwarf mosaic virus, a plant virus. The other a human norovirus. But I suspect you already know that. I, I can't, was all Gomes could muster. And even his words had no air behind them. Gene, cut the shit. I don't know what you're playing with here, but it ain't good. You've got something there that could potentially hop species like the freaking bird flu. This shit could be disastrous, Jack said. 
Gomes looked at him as though it was the first time he considered the fact that something like cross-species infection was even possible. It's safe. I mean, for humans, it's just a tweak to an existing plant virus is all, Gomes said. How the fuck do you know that? There's more than a fucking tweak there. And no, it's not just a plant virus. Why are you doing this in the first place? Jack was incredulous. Gomes looked at Jack, trying to gauge how much he could get away with saying. Money? What else? Gomes said. It was Jack's turn to look confused, and Gomes continued. Yeah, I know it sounds far-fetched, but I'm a little bit more than some weed farmer in the sticks. I used to be a virologist at MIT. I was looking for a way to deliver specific genetic traits to plants using a virus as a delivery system, but ended up running afoul of my grant and getting kicked out. He paused to tweak the lie that he was crafting in his head. He knew a lie that was close to the truth was always best, but there was no way he was going to come clean that he was actually cooking up a food blight. He continued, I ended up working with Magnus and his partner because I needed funding, and he, or rather his business partner, was looking for a custom virus that could deliver helpful genetic mutations for food crops, a set of custom viruses that could provide quick, on-the-fly modifications for plants to resist certain food blights, Gomes said. No shit, was all Jack could muster. He was still deep in thought. He suddenly snapped out of it. Your name's not Gene Gomes, is it? Finally remembering reading something about an MIT grant cancellation. It's John Gomes, right? Gomes nodded slowly, confused as how Jack made that connection. Gene, John, whatever the fuck your name is, this isn't worth it. There are a million things that can go wrong. This isn't like breeding puppies. Using a virus to deliver beneficial genetic modifications is fantasy. Viruses are nasty and have a way of doing their own thing. Whatever, Gomes said, puffing up a bit. Thanks for the input, but I just don't fucking need it. He made a final effort to squeeze by Jack and to get to the door, when a thought popped into Jack's head. You're stuck, aren't you? You got dying plants and no fucking clue what's really going on, right? How do you know that, Gomes asked in amazement. Jack couldn't really explain his thought process. But bullshit had passed the question. Gene, I just know shit. I own a major consultancy, for Christ's sakes. You need to put a lid on this and tell Magnus that you can't do it. That you tried, but it's just too damn hairy. Combs looked at him. Really? I'm not going to say that. That's why I'm here. I'll get it right, Gomes said somewhat confidently. Killing a plant with a designer virus is a lot easier than controlling it. Hell, teams have tried to use viruses to tweak genes to resist disease, and all have failed. You're more likely to create something that fucks things up instead of helping. Gomes became defensive, his eyes boring a hole through Jack. Teams? I don't give a shit about who's tried and failed. I can do this, goddammit. It was obvious that Gomes was suffering from a serious case of self-delusion. There was no doubt in Jack's mind he'd never be able to pull it off. He doubted that he could. Nature is elegant and clever. Just when you think you made it bend to your will, shit happens and nature develops a mind of its own. What was worse was that Jack had a nagging thought in his mind. 
Even though Gene said it was safe for humans, the virus had to be eradicated. Based on the results of his test, the virus that Gomes was using to deliver helpful modifications just didn't pass the SNP test. The viral combination could mutate into something dangerous and unique, something that wouldn't be able to contain itself. He quickly decided on a different track. Look, Gene, I may be able to help. If you've heard of me, you know I probably can. But if I do, if I help you come up with a vaccine, you have to promise me you won't release this stuff and you'll destroy the infected plants. Combs looked at him funny. Maybe I'm missing something, but that doesn't sound like a payday to me, Gomes shot back. Well, how much are you making for this, Jack prodded. Gomes shifted his weight from one leg to the other and looked at the floor. Oh, that much, huh, Jack muttered. It's not all about the money, Gomes sputtered. I I wanted to prove something, that I could do it. Jack could see that Gomes was getting manic. Look. I can help you with that. I can even help you get money for this. Seriously, a a real paycheck that'll allow you to get back to your original work. But we have to shut this down. Are you with me? Gomes hesitated, then nodded. A knock on the door drove them out of the refrigerator. Gomes shot him a nervous look. He opened the door to find Serena standing with her hands on her hips. You guys done yet? She asked. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we are. Jack grabbed his instrument case, shot Gomes a look, and walked out. I'm starving. Let's hit the break room, see what we've got in a vending machine, Jack said. We're supposed to have dinner with Magnus in a few hours. You can't wait, she asked. Look, I'm hungry and I want food now, he said, shifting his eyes toward the break room in an effort to send a nonverbal, we-need-to-talk message. She picked up on it and they headed toward the break room. Jack grabbed a small bag of peanuts from the vending machine and they sat down in the same corner where they'd had breakfast. So, Serena prodded, you're not going to believe this. There's some really weird shit going on around here. Jack told her about the employee virus garden and how Gomes had confirmed his theory during their conversation in the fridge. She sat with her mouth open the entire time without blinking. Jack couldn't help but think that this was her least attractive look. She finally managed to utter a few words. He's creating a virus? And Magnus allowed him to do it? Gene, the guy who looks like he's having meth withdrawals? Jack nodded. Are you sure? That seems a little hard to fathom, she said. Yeah, I know it does, but start fathoming. Gomes says it's for delivering beneficial mutations. But based on the viral stock he's using, that just doesn't seem right, Jack replied, contemplating the weight of the words he had just uttered. He continued, I don't know what they've been cooking up here, and I really don't want to know. I just want an early dinner and then haul ass out of here. Shit, just being in the same building with that shit freaks me out. Just tell me you'll handle this shit and bring in the big guns at the CDC or nuke this fucking place. Whatever. I just don't want to be a part of it. Serena put her hands up in an effort to slow him down. Hold on, cowboy. Don't get so worked up. I'm sure there's a reasonable explanation, she said. Jack cut her off. Oh, I heard the reasonable explanation, and it didn't sound so reasonable to me. Look, I hear you. This is just a lot to process. She bit her lip. 
So you're not really going to help him fix it, right? She asked. No, goddammit. What kind of question is that? Jack asked. I didn't think so. I was just asking, she said, putting her hands up defensively. I think the best way to handle this is to let Gomes think you've let it slide and not bring it up to Magnus. Based on what you said, it's doubtful he'd want your help anyway. What the fuck does that actually accomplish? If this shit is toxic, and I'm pretty sure it is, then playing along is a pretty bad idea, Jack blurted. Let me finish, Serena said with a sharp tone. What I was about to say was, in the meantime, I'll have a word with my counterpart at Health Canada. Get an inspector here and get this shut down. You happy now? she asked. Jack blew out a deep breath and calmed down a bit. I wouldn't say happy is what I am. You going to do it now? he asked. She shook her head. No, this being Friday afternoon, it's definitely not the time to spring this on anyone at Health Canada especially with you still here. I think it's best to stick with your original schedule and fly back on Sunday morning. I don't think anything is going to change before Monday. I'll make the call after you're gone and we'll leave you out of this. I just don't want an American citizen getting unnecessarily caught up in anything. Better to be an anonymous tip, she said. Thanks. You're reading my mind, he said. So where are you with the actual testing? You know what they're paying you to do, she asked, switching gears. Jack wrinkled his face, thinking, I'm done for the most part. The data is in my private cloud, and I'm waiting for the analysis. I should have my results soon, he said. Serena shifted in her chair. Shit, I need to make sure he stays put, she thought. So when do you think you'll be able to share the results, she asked. Maybe as early as dinner tonight, he said. She twisted a lock of hair as if thinking, I think we should stick to the original timetable and deliver the results tomorrow afternoon. Maybe we get out of here tomorrow morning. We could say we're visiting a few other facilities while your system is crunching numbers. Maybe actually go visit the other facilities, she said. Jack nodded slowly, processing what she was suggesting and trying to relax around the idea. As much as he wanted to get the fuck out of there, the thought of spending some quality time with Serena eventually won out. He visibly relaxed. Yeah, that should work. 